Good morning. It is great to see all of you. I look forward to the day when I get to see your entire face. Um, but uh, we are so excited to be here and to see you and to begin to get to know you. We have uh, been warmly welcomed in so many ways. So, so many of you have already connected with us uh, by text, by email, by Facebook, um, cards in the mail. Um, a few people have already come by. The Staff Parish Committee has done an incredible job of uh, lining up people who have lovingly brought food by the house every evening um, so that we've been able to focus on trying to discover what's actually in all those boxes in our house. Um, we are so thankful for the many ways we've been welcomed and we, uh, we look forward to uh, getting to know each of you a little better as we uh, journey together. So let me share a scripture with you this morning from Philippians chapter 3. 12 through 14, Paul writes these words. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward. In Christ Jesus. That is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The man opened the door and said to me, reach out there and grab onto that brace. So I did. Then he gave me the thumbs up signal and said, let go. So I did. The next thing I heard was the instructor on the ground saying to me through the walkie-talkie, Phil, your parachute is open fully and it looks great. And I'm thinking, ah! <laughs> what am I doing? I just jumped out of a perfectly good airplane. And here I went, out into the unknown. that movie clip ask kids or grandkids neighbors um, two or three weeks ago some of our kids were at our house helping us pack and they said what are you going to talk about the first Sunday and I said well I'm going to start with jumping out of an airplane into the unknown and Kristen who's sitting right here just starts wailing away on this song and I go what she said you have to watch the video <laughs> so ask the kids around you they'll tell you about it into the unknown, where I've never been before, and I'd never done anything like that. Floating down from the airplane, held securely by a parachute. And I began to marvel 
at the incredible handiwork of God that I was seeing from an elevation of about 4,000 feet. I could see over here Cave Run Lake sparkling in the sun. And I could look and all around me, below me, there were trees and forests and fields looking green and lush and full of life. And back that way I could see cars on the road. They looked about this big, like little toy matchbox cars or something like that running along the road. And I began to feel overwhelmed by the majesty and the power of God being revealed in creation at that moment. And that feeling of, ah, became a sense of, wow. Wow, God, this is incredible. If I'd never let go of that brace I was holding on to, if I'd never let go of all the scary thoughts and the anxieties and the possibilities of everything that can go wrong when you jump out of an airplane, if I'd have never moved on to the goal of really skydiving, I would have missed that incredible experience of seeing the handiwork of God the way that I did. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I had some people in the last service tell me they'd go with me. Anybody? Well, I know you're, you're a hiker and everything else, so you'd be, you'd be up for that, a climber and all that. Now, it, uh, it was amazing to see God's creation from that perspective. I never anticipated it being a God moment, but it absolutely was. To paraphrase Paul in the scripture we read earlier, he said, I let go of what's already happened and press on so that I can experience all that God has for me. I press on so that I can experience all that God has for me. As I stand here this morning, on my first Sunday in the pulpit, of Georgetown First United Methodist Church. I feel a little bit like I just jumped out of a perfectly good airplane. Into the unknown. Because I've never followed a pastor who served a church for 13 years and was so loved by the church. I've never moved to a new church in the middle of a pandemic just like you've never had a pastoral change in the middle of a pandemic. I've never had to try to get to know a significant group of people when they all have masks on, and I can't really see who they are. So I feel a little bit like I'm on an adventure into the unknown and exciting, anticipated, and I pray a holy adventure but still into the unknown. And I know some of you may feel like you just jumped out of a perfectly good airplane into the unknown as well. A lot of you have never known any pastor 
but Greg. You've never gone through a pastoral change after 13 years with the same pastor who loved you and cared for you and walked with you through life. You never imagined jumping out of that perfectly good plane into the unknown of a new pastor. I just want you to know, I know, it's kind of an unknown for you as well. And I hope as we journey in Jesus into the unknown together, we have some wow moments. As amazing as it was jumping out of the airplane and how the incredible revelation of God in that moment, I believe this unknown adventure that we're traveling together beginning today is going to be so much more amazing as we share our journey in Jesus. Pressing on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of us. But I know that pressing on often means letting go so we can move on to whatever God has next. If you read through the early parts of the Old Testament, we see the Israelites had to let go of what they knew in Egypt. And though it wasn't the best option for them, they knew and were comfortable with it. They had to let go to press on toward the promised land. Sometimes they questioned that decision. They questioned the leadership. They questioned God. But God continually called them forward, encouraging them to press on toward the goal God had for them because God still had more. In the New Testament, the apostles had to let go of their comfortable space in Jerusalem after spending three years, day and night, day and night, day and night with Jesus in person. They had to let go to spread the gospel. They went throughout the region and ultimately in, in the entire part of their world at that point to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. It wasn't always easy. They must have wanted to hold on to what they knew. They probably wanted to go back at times to where they just got to sit around with Jesus in a small group and soak up everything Jesus had to offer them. But God had more. There are multiple churches in the Kentucky Annual Conference today who are beginning a journey through pastoral transition. Among those church members who are comfortable actually getting out and going to in-person worship like this and other members who watch and worship through an online broadcast, some of you are thinking somewhere in the back of your mind or maybe the forefront, I don't know. Some of you are thinking, why do we have to change pastors now in the middle of a pandemic? Who does that? Why can't we go back to the way things were? We were happy with the former pastor. Why do we need this new pastor? God has more. 
Not because of me, not because of any new pastor entering a pulpit this morning for the first week. But because God is not done with us yet. None of us. God's not done with us. God isn't finished working in your lives, in my life, in this church or any church. God has more. So just as Paul tells the Philippians, not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it all. Neither have we arrived at the goal or taken hold of all that God has for us as individuals, as a church. God still has more. More grace, more love, more strength, more power, more comfort, more assurance, more holy relationships with sisters and brothers in Christ through which God will make us and mold us more completely into the image of Jesus Christ. So I hope and pray that as we start this new part of our journey in Jesus together, we can do so in holy anticipation of more that God has for us. Approaching the next portion of the journey, much the same way Paul did when he wrote, I forget what is behind and strain toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to which the pride to the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I know pressing on is not always the easy choice. Like it's not the easy choice to press on through a pandemic that drastically disrupts our lives. It's not easy pressing on without the benefit of normal interaction with family and friends and school classmates and coworkers and neighbors because we're not encouraged to experience close interaction right now. It's not easy to press on when for at least the last three plus months we've been unable to attend worship in person until just a couple weeks ago. Or pressing on through a pastoral change, following a pastor you loved. Even when you've got such a great pastor as Jeremy Arnold here in this church who continues to be here, and um, you are blessed to have him, let me tell you. Um, pressing on. It's not always the easiest option. But it becomes necessary to press on every time we go through a transition of any kind in life. Sometimes we go through transitions related to something physical, like an injury, an illness, surgery. Sometimes we need to press on because we're traveling through emotional trauma or confusion in life. Maybe it's the loss of a job or loss of security and comfort, 
even the loss of a loved one. Maybe it's a change in marital status, whether it's getting married, going through divorce, or even the death of a spouse. Maybe it's changes like kids growing up and moving away, or parents needing special care late in life, or adjusting to retirement. Like Greg Gallagher. Greg sent me a text this morning and said, hey, I'm praying for you and for the church. You're still in his hearts and in his prayers. And I want you to know that. Sometimes we go through transitions that cause us to need to press on that are spiritual in nature. We need hope. We need courage. We need strength. We need God's love. We need forgiveness. We need renewal. The scripture clearly calls us to press on through the transitions of life toward all that God still has for us. Sometimes we find ourselves in transition situations where all we feel is, Everything in us says, hold on. Don't let go. I want to get back to where I was. But when we press on, when we press on, as Paul calls us to in Scripture, we open up the opportunity of seeing the mighty work of God in and through those life transitions. We have the chance to see become wow wow God this is incredible you're amazing we have the chance to see the incredible work of God I know God's brought a lot of wow moments to this church in the past I've talked to former pastors. I've talked to some of you already who have told me about great things that are a part of this church. And I anticipate more wow moments because I believe that through every transition a church encounters, God is still God, still in control, still leading the church into more. Our Lord continues to take us through those transitions, helping us to press on so that we might take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of us. This morning, I want to lovingly challenge you to press on just as I am committing to pressing on with the reminder that we never press on alone. In Christ, we press on as partners, fellow journeyers, moving forward toward that goal God has for us. So whether it's through personal or family transitions, career or financial changes, physical or emotional or spiritual needs that 
critical times in life or through the transition of a church adjusting to a new pastor. The scriptural example given to us in Philippians 3 is let go of what's already happened as good as it might have been as thankful as we are for it, thank you, God, for all the great things we've already experienced. Let go of what's already happened and press on toward that to which we continue to be called in Christ Jesus. Because God still has more. Georgetown first, family. God still has more for all of us. Would you pray with me? Lord, thanks for more. We always need more of you, more of your work, more of your power, more of your love and grace. We need more, and we're thankful that you pour out more every day as you release your spirit on the body of Christ to empower and to strengthen and to renew, to guide us as we press on toward that for which you've taken hold of us. Thanks, God, for all you've done to this point in the life of this church and in the people who are a part of it. Thanks for all that you're going to do as you lead us into more by your wisdom, by your will. Help us walk by faith into more, more of you. We trust you, God, to lead us into more. I pray all this in Christ's name.